Crazy interest rates, DeFi on steroids, and massive competition. It's all happening in a space known as rebasing. Today, we go down the rebase rabbit hole with the lead developer on gyro.money. We'll discover what rebasing is and why it's so hot right now. Get ready for some juicy content and a heaping helping of political incorrectness as we invite you to episode number 571. Rebase of the Bad Crypto Five, Podcast. Four, three, two, one, two, ignition. Who's bad? Hello to all of you, each and every one of you around the world with this new technology implanted in my brain. I said all of your names at one time. Did you hear it? It was amazing. I rebased it. Well, through AI, you're just able to replace that on each podcast. So every one of you should have heard your own name said. Yeah. Right, Jimmy? Jimmy heard it. Jimmy. Uh, welcome to the Bad Crypto Podcast. Joel Com here. Travis right there. We're the blockchain blockheads, the crypto clowns, the DeFi DoFi, and today, the rebase retards. We <laughs> right. That, that, that is politically incorrect right off the bat. I don't care. I mean, it's like, oh, you can't say words, especially not yeah. funny ones. You know... It's really what's really interesting to me is that the comedians, like the real comedians, you know, we're yeah. we're jokesters, we're wacky funsters, but you know, the people like Chappelle and Bill Burr, they're the they are, and like guys like that have always been the prophets of society. They're allowed to say whatever they want to say and offend as many people as they want to offend. They get away with it, and so like I'm going to get away with it too. Might as well. I mean, you know what? What are they going to do? Cancel us? Cancel me. Okay. Can't cancel my cryptos, bitches. I have my private keys. Uh, this is uh, this is exciting. We've got a great topic for you today. And then we have a new song that we are going to debut for you on this show that we think you're going to like. There's also a music video to go with it. Uh, but we're going to that's just a tease. You have to wait for that. We want to jump into the content first and a full disclosure that today's project that we're bringing on Travis and I are both vested in this project there's a reason we're vested in this project and there's a really good reason that we wanted to talk to the um, the guy that's coming on the show today this gets a little more technical but stick with it okay we're not we're not advisors we're just we just got some yeah. That's really all it is. We're just people who got a little some of the cryptos, right? Yeah, we, we got some of the cryptos and we are fascinated with this space. And again, go down the rabbit hole with what you hear today and learn for yourself. Um, we think there's some cutting edge stuff going on here in the space, whether or not this project is you know the right fit for you or not. You'll know when you do your own due diligence. But I say we get to the interview and let's get all rebasey. You've heard us talking recently about this concept of rebasing and what I've called DeFi on steroids. Well, we're going to break it down today and learn a few things right along with you. And to do so, we have the developer on a project called Gyro, G-Y-R-O. The website is gyro.money. 
the safety of stable coins with the growth of traditional coins. We're going to go down the rabbit hole with Mega Man today. Mega Man, welcome to Bad Crypto. Hi, Joel. Thanks for having me here. Um, yeah. Travis? Yeah, Travis hey, went to Thomas. get a drink. I'm here. Oh, he's back. Welcome back, I'm Travis. Back. Thanks. I was thirsty. Did, did you just get water or like a Gatorade or what'd you get? I got water, but then I added a little bit of uh, Crystal Light lemonade in it. So it's lemonade water. I'm so glad you didn't say I got, I put some crystal meth in it. <laughs> well, we were freebasing today, right? We're going to do some. No, no, uh, it's, it's, it's rebasing, man. It's rebasing. Oh, rebasing. Rebasing. So, oh, rebasing. Oh, okay. Uh, first, My bad. First of all, uh, Mega Man, obviously not his real name. He is anonymous on this project, not doxing himself, and uh, and we're fine with that. But um, you do have a background in, in computer science, and uh, tell us what you want to tell us about yourself. Yeah, basically, uh, I uh, pretty long ago, uh, I had a, um, had a degree in computer science and uh, networking and security. And uh, actually, my, my, um, I first started in the electronics or, or uh, electronic theory in an ACDC. But uh, when I went to college, you know, I mean, um, the counselor said, you know, uh, the c- computer science is the future. And so I took half and half. And then from there, basically, I've been in the industry, but not necessarily blockchain for over 20 years. And until my, uh, my friend uh, came along and he told me, hey, let, let's, um, you, you ever heard about crypto, blah, blah, blah. And, and when I found out about Bitcoin and then actually studied it, I, I knew this was the future. It's definitely the future. Um, the, the, I mean, I think uh, blockchain came out at a perfect time uh, in relation to, um, you know, like uh, <clears throat> the, the, the problems with uh, the U.S. dollar inflation, the Federal Reserve. If you look at uh, American history right now and all the stuff that's happening, all the crazy stuff. You see all the wokeness, all the, I mean, Trump b- being president, all these things. I think it's all related to um, the breakdown of American society due to inflation, due to like uh, uh, people not being able to, uh, if you're talking about like the 70s and 80s, where, you know, you only need one household member to work. Now, you know, you got like both parents or both household members working and, and they still can't support their family anyway um yeah uh, about me that's uh i think that's uh i think that's mostly all i want to say about that that's what force gump would say and that's all i gotta say about that I'm like all right so uh so this is this is an interesting time because you know there's a lot of different world leaders out there talking about universal basic income and if we're going on the trajectory that you just mentioned about the way things have been declining then, you know, the universal basic income would be on their terms. And if you don't, you know, get your 17th jab update, then they're going to turn your universal basic income off. And so it seems like a lot of people have been talking about, you know, rebase tokens as a potential way to sort of circumvent that and maybe a better stimulus plan kind of a thing, because there's a, the way that the tokenomics are built. So could you maybe explain a little bit uh, in layman terms for our audience here about rebase and why it's important. Okay. Um, well, um, there's a, right now they, I mean, um, the, like the, the slogan for it right now, it's like, uh, they call it a reserve currency. Well, whatever, I don't know really whatever that means, but um, <clears throat> the way I see it is um, 
basically gyro and these kind of rebases, they're like a new asset class in terms of cryptocurrency. So you have like uh, you have like uh, Bitcoin, right? It's a it's a volatile asset. And then on the other extreme, you have stable coins, which is, you know, I mean, it's just pegged to the dollar. What gyro is and um, these kind of rebase currencies is they're right in between the middle. So if you could use it as a hedge against against a volatile asset, while at the same time, I mean, you're getting better returns than just holding on to stable coins. But, but they're not stable. But, like they, they go up and down. I'm, I'm not sure yes, I it, quite understand. It's backed by stable coins, but it's not pegged to stable coins. So there is there is a volatility in it, but because uh, that's which is why they call it a, a reserve currency. Because in its treasury, they'll be holding a lot of assets, but most of them are in stables. And so that's why there's this dynamic while you're hedging, because, you're, because your treasury is, is uh, mostly stable coins, you could use it in the same way as a stable coin to hedge against a more volatile asset, even though it fluctuates. You know, I mean, well, you also have to factor in there's another element involved, which is the, the APY, even though you're I mean, you, uh, even though the price uh, fluctuates. But if you're holding on to it, you, you, you know uh, how these rebate-based currencies are, is that you're you're earning compounded interest or compounded yield, which this will is a offset. Yeah, go ahead. Well, this is a concept that um, it, it's not new, but recently there's been a whole spat of these you know uh, rebasing projects and i think it's really olympus dow that kind of set it off and i think that many of the these projects now are forks of olympus if if i'm correct because olympus is on um on ethereum and it's the ohm token you know if if you're wondering what is this thing that's ranked number 49 in market cap Olympus is kind of the one that kicked this all off. Is that right? That's correct. Um, well, I mean, yeah, uh, Olympus kicked this particular kind of uh, tokenomics model off. Uh, they they had inspiration from uh, like uh, Ample Force, uh, Empty Set Dollar. Where uh, I mean, for me, when the first time I heard of Ohm, I thought it was kind of crazy actually. But uh, uh, when our lead dev uh, actually look at the code and how <clears throat> how how it actually uh, works underneath the hood. It's actually pretty brilliant in the way that it, it balances uh, the, the mechanics. So, uh, you, you know, I mean, there's this incentivization on one side and then it shifts to the other side from, from bonding over to incentivizing users to go and buy instead of just bonding. And uh, it balances itself so that basically you could, you, it allows you for, um, it allows for growth while it balances the treasury and then and inflation rate, which is kind of, I mean, it's pretty dynamic in the way they do it, uh, in in the way they designed um, the tokenomics. Yeah, it it really is. And once you you go down the rabbit hole a bit, and there's a bunch of videos online about it to, to kind of under, explain it to you guys even more. So, um, what I've noticed is, for example, if I'm participating in Olympus, which was one of the first ones that we'd heard about. You, and that's on Ethereum and you go out and you buy OHM tokens and then you go to the website, which I believe is OlympusDAO.finance or something like that. And then you go there and you connect your wallet and then you stake those tokens. 
And then what ends up happening is, is depending upon what the APY is, and a lot of times it's really high, 8,000 or more on Olympus a lot of days, then what happens is, is like every four or every six hours, I don't know what it is, but it rebases and then it generates you some tokens based on however many that you're staking. Like, for example, on Ohm, the other day I had 100 Ohm in there. And then my percentage for those for the next six days was going to be like a 6% return on investment in the next six days. And then so like every six hours, I'm getting 0.33 or something like this or 0.38 of an ohm. And so, you know, that was just like four or five days ago. And now I have like 100, I have like 106 ohm or something in there. And um, so it's crazy how, how this thing sort of magnifies. And, and I think that one of the things, Mega Man, that this is relying upon is people actually holding their investment in the, in the, in the, in the system, right? Not pulling it out because people are pulling it out and the price goes down, people freak out. But it's like this 3-3, which is this holding principle. So you want to maybe talk about the, the ethos behind it and that why it's important for people to really hodl in this space. Well, first of all, it's, a, it's a one epoch is about eight hours. So uh, there's okay, three epochs a day. Hours. Yeah. Um, yeah, so three three is a is a, a game theory that uh, from uh, Olympus style that uh, it basically it, it, it's saying that, for example, if you got two parties, if both parties stake, it, it's a win win for both parties instead of one party staking and the other party selling or one party staking and uh, the other party bonding. Um, so it's just a basic uh, meme game, game theory. Uh, to try to ex uh, explain to people uh, in terms of uh, what what's the benefit of staking if we all work together in terms of uh, uh, holding on and holding it, it will benefit uh, everybody involved so uh, yeah that's what three three stands for and yes um, the way is it, the way it's designed basically you 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 um, in from a from a project point of view um, you're trying to uh, incentivize users to uh, stake or um, and have extra features where you know they're they benefit from staking for uh, let me let me give you an example adding on features like lending lending services in other words we could go to uh, another project and uh, stakes our um, in our cases s gyro so we will stake s gyro or we'll collateralize s gyro and um, the user can borrow back a stablecoin. And so um, basically adding on these kind of features makes people more incentivized to hold on to the their asset, which is basically revolving around what 3.3 means. Hold on to your assets is what he's saying, <laughs> gang. So how explain to me how these kind of APYs are sustainable, because like right now I'm looking at app.gyro.money in full disclosure both travis and i have some gyro uh, we've played with a bunch of these different rebasing i've got some ohm uh, i've got some time there, there's a bunch of them and it says that the apy is eighteen thousand eight hundred thirty seven point whatever percent that's a lot right a five-day return on investment of seven point four four six seven percent that's those are unheard of. How is that sustainable? Oh, okay. So um, it's. It, I mean, there's a lot of factors involved, but uh, to simplify it, you could just think of it as it's a matter of uh, perception. It's just like, for example, the value of Bitcoin is what we perceive it to be, 
what we're willing to uh, a a somebody's willing to sell and what somebody's willing to buy it for. So uh, you 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 factor that in with the with for example the the uh, when it, when you were talking about compound interest, right? For uh, for it's not the same thing as um, APR, which is a, a fixed rate. So when you have APY or compound interest, you won't see the benefits of it unless you're staking for longer periods of time, like three months, six months, a year before you see like the real benefits. So if, if, for people who are, who are, it was meant to be, or it was designed for people who are actually staking or playing the game for the longer term, not for people who are day trading it. So you won't earn that, and you won't get that much benefit if you're just uh, investing in the short term. Now, um, there's, like I said, there's a couple of factors involved in terms of uh, how, how how the game is sustainable. Um, um, in terms of there's like, if you look, for example, um, I, I'm pretty sure you're aware of uh, other projects right now. There are other forks that have extremely high APY. Those yep. kind of games that um, when you have those kind of APYs, you have a, um, a high dilution rate or basically um, uh emission or expansion rate or you know like uh, inflation basically is that's what it is is inflation so the higher the inflation rate um like these guys that they're offering what happened is that you, when you factor in compound yield or compound interest it's going to be exponential and so for these guys the reason why we set ours relatively low even though you know eighteen thousand is extremely high i mean uh, you're not going to see that from a bank for sure <laughs> they're not going to give you those kind of returns but compared to other ones it's it's sustainable in the sense that you know um uh, there is like we were talking about three three which is you know uh, holding on to the asset instead of actually um selling also um basically getting a I guess you could say it's like uh, having more uh, people involved. So wait a second, though. That kind of sounds Ponzi-ish, like how, like a Ponzi scheme. So how does how is this not a Ponzi scheme? Well, they call it Ponzi-matics, but it's it's not necessarily Ponzi in the sense that um, you know. I mean, it, a Ponzi requires that you're coming in. Um, I mean, a new. This is where I framed it wrong, which is you know, like uh, uh, somebody. Basically, uh, somebody from the bottom has to come in to pay for somebody on the uh, on the top. But for for uh, rebates or you know reserve currencies like this, if you're staking, you're growing with the the protocol. You're growing with the circulating supply. As, that's what as it seems the, like. Is that that's that's one of the things to me that it seems like is that by staking it, that's how new tokens are generated into the ecosystem. So you instead of them going to everyone else, if you're part of it, then you're getting a percentage of those coins as they are grown into the ecosystem, right? Exactly. So um, what that means is that you're, it's, you're not it's not necessarily like a, a Ponzi. It's not a Ponzi mechanism. It, it might seem that way for somebody who's actually day trading or somebody who's just coming in and out. But uh, and going back to what we were talking about, 3.3, three, that's, that's one of the benefits of um, of uh, three three, which is that you're growing with the circulating supply. You're growing your share stays the same relative to the circulating supply if you stake. So when we say three three, it's easy for people to make a reference to perhaps uh, like a three by three matrix, which is a network marketing type of term. But that's not what that means here. No, because uh, okay. So let me break down the the game theory uh, of three three. So uh, they they have a uh, for for staking, it's 
uh, they gave it a number of three, right? So for bonding is a, a one, and for selling is a negative three. So uh, for three three means to both I don't, parties. I don't understand why. Why is it? What's the number mean associated to bonding and staking? I think Joel, it's something just, has to do with the prisoner's dilemma or something. There, if you go on, on on Wikipedia, there's a prisoner's dilemma. It's a game. It's a game theory, and uh, it has something. To, I don't understand it. It's, here's what it says: If A and B each betray each other, each of them serves two years in prison. If A betrays B, but B remains silent, A will be set free and B will serve the three years in prison. If A remains silent, but B betrays A, A will serve three years in prison and B will be set free. But if both of them remain silent, both of them will only serve one year in prison. So the three, three is everybody should hold because we're all going to grow more money that way, apparently. Right. But I don't want to go to prison. You don't so. have to. But. <laughs> Only for one actually, year. That, actually, that's a, a a pretty good analogy of uh, what three three is. Um, I mean, uh, even though they don't use uh, those those numbers are arbitrary. You, you know, you could say one or two or minus one or minus two. Uh, it's just that they they chose one and three and negative three um, as as uh, you know as their model, basically. So. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, it's just a, it's just a meme, as they say. You know, it's just a meme, a game theory, which uh, to to uh, to explain to uh, to explain to the investor how what what is the benefit of staking, and like okay. I, like we were like we were saying about the uh, the Ponzi aspect of it. If you're if you're staking, you're growing with the, the circulating supply. So it's not like uh, somebody um, you somebody has to come in to to for for the guy who who came before to benefit right well here's here's what's not a game um you guys have been audited recently and you just posted on twitter that you passed the audit um from peck shield with flying colors are you are you the first rebase project to have done so um we're the first own fork to have done so um okay i i think um not a lot of people know because most people don't don't look at the code. But um, we actually uh, restructured the uh, ohm code. Uh, we reorganize it, optimize it, and we, we we the reason why we did that is for scalability. If you if you look at ohm, they they upgraded from version one to version one point one, and um, if they if they add some particular features onto it, they're gonna have to upgrade it again. And so our base code is based on the latest version that they had, which is 1.1. And then we, we uh, reorganize it so that if we wanted to add another feature like, like them, we wouldn't have to uh, upgrade. It, it's, it's scalable, basically. And so um, uh, is their code, have they been audited? Yeah. Is so um, they, they, they have five contracts. Uh, we both have five contracts because uh, so two of their contracts was audited by Peck Shield, which is the one that we 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 did our audit from. We did all five with Peck Shield, whereas they did the first two with Peck Shield and uh, another three with another um, auditing company. Okay, and just you know, because this is, might be a new concept to some of our listeners, what does it mean to have your smart contract audited? 
Um, so audit, it's 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 kind of like, for example, you, you know, if you're a business, um, you have an auditor who checks your accounting to make sure everything's correct and there's no funny business with your money. In this case, you know, it's just uh, checking your code and make sure there's no funny business in the code. There's no, um, um, and like, for example, any new um, security um, holes that, um, like, for example, the there's a flash loan um, exploit. So basically they'll check uh, for exploits or any security holes or anything like, uh, is there any uh, way where, for example, our project is a decentralized project. So is there any way for the development team to uh, take money out of it? Those kind of things, you know, is there like a backdoor for, for us to like pull the rug? Uh, you know what I mean? So they check all these things and they report them. Or if there's none, then they, they just report just like in our case, they only report like low, low security risk, which is standard. You know, I mean, uh, the, the, all audits going to have it. So, yeah. So in our case, we had very low um, security risks, even though we, we modified the code to re restructure the code. But the tokenomics is the same. The, our model and uh, basically we base our tokenomics exactly like OMS. Well, that, that's great. That seems very comforting. And you guys are on the Binance smart chain. What we've noticed is there's been, you know, Ohm, which is on Ethereum. There's been some other ones like uh, Wonderland, I believe, is on Avalanche. And then Klima. What is Klima on, Joel? Phantom. That's on Phantom. Okay. Ampleforth on its own thing. So there, there are some, some different ones out there. And it looks like right now that Gyro is the top performing Binance version of the rebase token at only a little under a $19 million market cap, whereas Olympus is a $4.3 billion market cap and Wonderland is a $1.8 billion market cap. And so, you know, the fact that you guys are audited, I think, lends, lends some credibility to you guys, but that, you know, what Olympus and Wonderland have done is no indication of what Gyro will do. It might do some things, but it's the first one on Binance. It seems to me that's been audited and it's the best performing one. So that seems uh, interesting. So this is interesting to you guys out there listening, you know, do some research on rebasing because this is a different beast. This is something you got to kind of watch some videos on and really kind of learn about it and then go on coingecko.com and then go look at categories and then go look at those rebase tokens and then take a look at some of them. There's a bunch of them that are popping up and it looks like there's about shit, maybe 50 of them. And, in there now. And I remember when I looked at it the other day, whenever I think in the early November, when I first jumped, when Joel and I first jumped on rebase, I think it was maybe 15. So there's like a bunch of them that are popping up. So be careful out there because a lot of them will be Ponzi schemes. Oh uh, yeah. I mean, there, I mean, uh, a lot of them already been pulled. Uh, um, they've already rugged. Um, who, um, who, you know, who, when we started, who's rugged? Who? Can I you, think I mean, was, yeah. Well, uh, um, I don't know all of the names. I do know one. Uh, it's called Dupe or something like that. D O O B. And uh, basically, they, they, they. I don't know what they did in terms of the back end, in terms of because I didn't really look at them, but I did see their website and they, they, they basically took our slogan. <laughs> so I knew this guy was. Uh, I knew, I knew these guys were rug, but uh, and they did rug. Um, as far as other ones, there's. Um, there's there's one I don't want to call uh, I don't want to say their name uh, but uh, they basically it's, it's not like the rug that you're where they they just take the money and run they 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 had other ways of um, um, 
taking advantage of their investors. Like um, when they did their launch, they would allow their users, or you know, their their friends or whatever, uh, to get in first before the before they open it up to the public, which basically means that you know the an investor he he doesn't have a fair deal in terms of uh, participating in their IDO. Um, they created like a backdoor where you know I mean somebody could uh, like take out all the liquidity, which happened. But the, the funny thing is that, you know, on, on BSC is that uh, they, people don't care. It's like D-Gen apes, really, you know, I mean, they, they, they see that this thing is happening and yet they still participate. Mm-hmm. You know, this, this might be the first time for some people to hear the term even rug pull. Right. We talk about it in the um, the NFT world and the crypto world. But, you know, what exactly happens in a traditional rug pull? Um, well, you know, like uh, th- there's there's a more than one way to, uh, to pull, pull the rug. rug. <laughs> yeah, there's more than one way to pull the rug. Right. It, it, there's some where it's built into the code. There's a there was a project called Squid Game. I don't know if you guys have heard of it. Um, uh, basically what they did, but they built Good into show. the code that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, basically, if you watch Squid Game, they were playing tug of war. And this guy, that's what these guys were doing. You know, they were playing tug of war and um, and they cut it. So uh, uh, what they did was uh, they wrote already in the code that, you know, you can't sell. You can only buy. You can't sell. <laughs> and um, and so it went it shot up to the moon because nobody could sell, you know, on the on. And then all of a sudden, you know, the 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 admin or whatever, the dev, they they uh, they just extract all the liquidity all at once. And nobody and saw just, that. Like, there's nobody that did due diligence to go, uh, guys, look at the code and uh, you can't sell. Uh, the, the funny thing is that they wrote about it in, in um, you know, beforehand that there was some there was that uh, code in terms of uh, I, I forgot the terminology, but uh, it, there was a code that, you know, you can't sell. It's built into the code. Uh, and they mention it somewhere. Wait, what's as, point? as a feature? I want to participate. Yeah, what the hell? I, I think it could be a feature. For example, they could say something like, oh, we, we're just going to lock it temporarily until, you know, uh, to guarantee that, you know, the safety of it and that, that um, you know, it's just some kind of bullshit. You know what I mean? Uh, and then people believe them. And then uh, and then they just rugged everybody. And then after that, they, they made this excuse that said that they've been hacked and, you know, they can't, the, the developers, they want to walk away because uh, they're stressed out. <laughs> I'd be stressed out too. If I, if I ran with a bunch of people's money. <laughs> I mean, I, yeah, I mean, it's there's a, wild, a, it's a wild west out there, guys. It's wild west out there. So be careful where you put your money. And we're going to say this is not financial advice. This is educational advice. This is teaching you about a new category of crypto. And if you go and again, look on freaking coin gecko and look at those category section, you'll see there's what 50 some odd different categories of tokens on there now. So there's a lot of different stuff that's popping up. There's a lot of different ways that you can go out and, and, and do research on crypto. There's a lot of different ways to earn money in crypto, a lot of different ways to lose money in crypto. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Probably way more of those, actually. To lose yeah, and that, you know, course, we, yeah. we we are transparent. We are in Gyro, but that doesn't mean you guys should be. It means you should go do your own due diligence, um, you know, because so you can never you can never go, well, Joel and Travis, you know, bought some, so I'm going to buy some, too. 
um, go research. The reason we're having him on the show here today is to educate everybody about what this concept of rebasing is. You know, if you'd gotten into this other one that he was talking about and had your, you know, the rug pulled, then you would have been left with nothing. Um, and that doesn't feel good. So always do your own research. And there's plenty of content out there that you could do that. Yeah. I mean, like I said, there's a lot of different ways for them to uh, like manipulate the game and stuff like that. You know, um, you, you definitely do need to do your own research. And one of the things that that's one of the reasons why, um, uh, first of all, we're anonymous. One of the reasons why that we wanted to do the audit is to, you know, to develop the trust with our community, you know, to, to let them know that our code is actually secure. And there's no back door where we could just pull pull the plug. Um, you know, uh, uh, the protocol was designed that once you launch it on the mainnet, uh, there's no private keys to access it. You can't just, you can't, there's no, um, the, the protocol itself owns the treasury, owns the, um, the our token, both of our tokens, mm-hmm. you know, uh, gyro and s gyro so there's nobody that could uh, you know uh, the the dev cannot just manipulate the the uh, the smart contract once it's launched well let me ask you this is there is there somewhere else you know is this the sole feature of gyro what people can see now in the go look or are there some plans for building it out uh, and broadening what the product is able to do in the future uh, definitely. I mean, um, I mean, it's all based around, for example, you know, uh, for the three, three concept is, is to stake for everybody to stake. So we wanted to incentivize users to stake and, and, but at the same time, give them more value. So that's why we're, uh, we're, we're working with partners to, uh, for, for example, lending services. So you could take your S gyro go and, and, and collateralize it and, and borrow against it to earn some stable coins, which you could use for, you know, reinvestment in somewhere else or, or just bring, bring it back into a jar and buy some more bonds. You know, of course, you know, you'll be playing margin. So, or leverage. So you, there's some risk involved, but uh, those are kind of things that we're going to be working on. Um, we'll be rolling out pretty soon. Uh, these kind of uh, more uh, to bring more value to the stakeholder. Um, yeah. There's also a uh, cross farming. Uh, which we we will also be rolling out, uh, where you you basically you you be farming on another DeFi project and you know earn their rewards on top of earning um, uh, gyro rewards. Well, I want to ask. I want to take a moment to ask this because this might be a, a more advanced question. But so when you go to to gyro.money or the app.gyro.money, you see a dashboard. Or you see the place where you can then stake your tokens. And then you see the bonding area. So maybe talk about what is bonds. You got the you got the gyro to USDT, and you got gyro to BUSD. And it says there's some discount there. What is the discount? What is what does this mean? Got it. Okay. So um, yeah. So bonding basically what it means is that uh, it's part of the mechanisms. Uh, like I like I was telling you about uh, in terms of uh, how uh, Olympus um, incentivizes users and, and switch between bonding and and staking. So the discount me- just means that you could buy you could buy gyro below market value. That, so so uh, whereas staking, you know, you just basically stake it and earn APY. Bonding will you don't get the APY, but what you do is you could get uh, you could get gyro for uh, below market depending on what the discount rate is, and the discount rate is basically it varies. 
So it's very dynamic in the sense that uh, if there's a lot of people who are, are who are bonding, the discount rate will go down. It could even go to negative if there's too many people that are bonding. So the reason why it was designed that way is to be, uh, because uh, bonding creates inflation. And so um, because you're giving somebody a discount, that's basically you're, you're, you're creating a little bubble and inflation. So the way uh, the mechanism works is that it'll give you a little bit of inflation at the same um, uh, to a certain degree, and then it'll lower it will lower the discount until it goes to zero or negative so that it will push or incentivize people to, instead of bonding, to go and buy, buy gyro from, from the market, buy it from pancake swap. And what that does is that it will help the price goes up because when you do the bonding, the, the protocol actually earns, um, um, basically it earns premium. Because it's selling to you, even though there's a there's like a, a, a profit for for the protocol, and so that profit goes into the treasury, and so the mechanism switches between bonding and uh, or inflation, and then it'll it'll tell it will basically uh, disincentivize people, and so they would just go and buy it from the market, which will which help bring up the price of of uh, of gyro, and then give a profit or increase the margin for the profit for the protocol when they do on again. So it's like one cycle. Uh, it's that kind of dynamic and switching back and forth, which is one of the things that I like about this particular tokenomics. It's, it's not just one way where it creates a bubble, you know, a, 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 an inflationary bubble. It will actually, um, it will inflate it for a little bit and then it, it will, uh, will, adjust it from the other end or it'll swing it to the other side so so that it'll try to balance itself out you know from the uh, from being too extreme where you you're causing like a, a really big inflation or a really big bubble i've got one more question sense. for you well it, it's it's pretty technical um and you know look there people listening to this they're either like all right I, i've got just enough here that i need to go down the rabbit hole or I'm confused and lost. And and that's fine. Like, you know, look, crypto is math to begin with, right? Bitcoin is it's all math and uh, the concepts either land or they don't. But here's uh, my, my last question is I'm, I'm imagining here. Is there a way to apply this principle to NFTs? I mean, can I throw my bored ape in there and, and now it makes little baby apes or something? Um, I did. Uh, well, I mean, I did speak to somebody about that. Uh, well, originally, when we when we uh, launched the project, we did talk about NFT. Um, personally, I don't like NFT, but uh, I, I know it's a it's something that's uh, super hype right now. And there is some things that we could integrate into in terms of NFT, for example, like uh, prizes or something like that, where we will incentivize the users to, uh, if they hold for, let's say, uh, six months or a year, the, whoever holds the longest or something like that, those kind of competitions, they'll earn an M NFT. But in terms of uh, integration with NFT, I, um, that's something that actually um, the community will, uh, we, we basically, we're transitioning over to the DAO, um, where it's community governed. And uh, that's where uh, we're going to let the community de debate, discuss about uh, those kind of features and see how we going how they want to integrate it into um, into gyro. So if they bring uh, if they if they decide to bring NFTs over, you're like, no, I don't like NFTs, but I got to do what the community says. 
that's true. Uh, well, you know, there. I mean, there's two parts to it. I mean, it's a DAO, so it's it's meant to be decentralized and not necessarily like, for example, the team might have their own opinions in terms of or, or their own agenda in terms of what they think is important for the the the, the future of the the prod the, the protocol. But the community can also decide. So the community can also vote on it, and at the same time. There is a DAO fund that's available to the community where they could, you know, like use those funds to do what they want. Like, for example, uh, hire a developer to add on certain features or um, pay influencers or, or, or actually purchase NFTs so that we could uh, incentivize what you were talking about um, in terms of incentivizing um, users to, to stake. So the longer you stake, like a competition, uh, the longer you stake, you earn this NFT or that NFT. Those kind of things, yeah. So this is all interesting stuff. I mean, I think some people's minds are blown. Some people are like, what? This is ridiculous. Other people are like, hmm. So, you know, what's maybe in the future for, for Gyro and how do you see this space evolving? Basically, uh, in the immediate future, uh, I had mentioned this earlier, which is we're going to be uh, partnering to do lending and um, uh, basically collateralizing as Gyro and also doing cross-farming. The, these are for the immediate features, but we, we also have the intention of, uh, uh, we, we already put this in our roadmap, basically, uh, which is uh, GameFi. This is one of the stuff that uh, we had another company that's actually, uh, we worked with before, where we're going to try to integrate uh, gaming with SGIRO. Hmm. Well, you, you have my interest there. We'll be watching for that. Uh, Mega Man, thanks for coming on today. The website, gyro.com money spelled g-y-r-o and you can see their documentation their audits connect to the community uh, play with the app and learn more about this and now everything you wanted to know about rebasing but um we're probably afraid to ask thanks mega man thank you joe thank you uh, travis for having me here um you know, you, you've got these guys in the space. They're not professional broadcasters. They're technologists and uh, developers. And, you know, Mega Man tries to explain it in terminology that regular folks can understand. And sometimes that can be challenging, especially when this is a new beast. I have a hard time understanding it. All I know is you put your cryptos in, you stake them, and then magical internet money. like really it's like like, wait a second so uh, this seems a little crazy to me what the hell i remember remember, so i gotta give a shout out to our boy uh barnaby and uh, anderson out there Mm -hmm. because he's the one that first said hey check out this rebase shit and when we looked at it we laughed we're like what this is the ponziest shit i've ever seen in my life i guess what i said Uh, and and it's like well no you gotta look at it pay attention and we're like okay he goes watch this video watch this video and so we learned about it and I was like, wait a second. So it, it really is. It's like, it's almost like proof of, it's kind of like proof of stake in a way where you, you know, you're staking these cryptos and you earn more crypto. So it really is kind of like proof of staking in some ways, but it's a little different and um, it's interesting for sure. I mean, the, the, the freaking APY on these are redonkulous and um, it's all just because of uh, the, how, how it's all set up. So, you know, take a look at Olympus. That's the that's the gold standard in that. And then look and see how it's done. And then you're going to see there's a bunch of others that have forked off of Olympus. 
I've added some links to the show notes as well. The category on CoinGecko uh, that features the rebase tokens and the uh, Wikipedia page for the three prisoners problem that was referenced here in the show. Links to that, to gyro stuff, all in the show notes at badco.in forward slash 571 for you to check out. And uh, Sir Lord Travis, I was inspired um, a couple weeks ago and I thought, you know, it's been a long time since we've had an original bad crypto song. Mm -hmm. And by original, I mean a parody of an existing song that everybody already knows. Mm -hmm. And you know the term wag me, right? I I think people have seen wag me, Mm W-A-G-M-I. I don't know that everybody knows what wag me stands for, but mm-hmm. it is an acronym in the crypto world that's pretty popular. Yeah, it stands for we're all going to make it, right? There's wag me and then there's N-G-M-I, not going to make it. And uh, wag me is for those who are positive in the space, you know, whether it's NFTs or cryptos, hashtag W-A-G-M-I. Well, I woke up <laughs> one morning and in my head, uh, I'm hearing we're all going to make it. Yeah, we're all going to make it. You know, the Twisted Sister, we're not going to take it. And I thought, oh, my gosh. All right, I'm going to write some lyrics. I'm going to hire a guy on Fiverr to record it. He did it for, I think, 50 bucks or so. And then I'm going to take the Twisted Sister music video of we're not going to take it. And I'm going to hire a dude to do face replacement on it. And uh, what? And it, have you seen it yet? I haven't seen it. No, because I, whenever I tried to watch the video, it said it was banned because it literally uploaded it and it was immediately banned. So we were able to, YouTube loves us. I don't know if you guys know this or not, but YouTube is a big fan of ours. They love to block our well, shit regularly. The algorithm kicked it out because the track sounds like Twisted Sister, even though it's a re-recording and it's a parody video. So there's no cause to, to remove it. I'm not sure if it's up or not. We're going to embed it in the site, but we're also going to put it on our Twitter at uh, twitter.com forward slash bad crypto pod. So you can watch it there as well. But thought we'd go ahead and, and play the song for you right now. And uh, I guess we'll just do it here as we exit the show. So we'll say uh, stay bad. And here's we're all going to make it.
Crypto Podcast is a production of Bad Crypto LLC. The content of the show, the videos, and the website is provided for educational, informational, and entertainment purposes only. It's not intended to be and does not constitute financial, investment, or trading advice of any kind. You shouldn't make any decisions as to finances, investing, trading, or anything else based on this information without undertaking independent due diligence and consultation with a professional financial advisor. Please understand that the trading of Bitcoins and alternative cryptocurrencies have potential risks involved. Anyone wishing to invest in any of the currencies or tokens mentioned on this podcast should first seek their own independent professional financial advisor.